1: He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Tom Laird.
0: Hi there, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. I believe we're on episode 22 of advice from a call center geek, the call center podcast and what we believe is the only call center podcast out there that's going to try to give you some actionable items to improve your contact center, to improve your overall agent quality. And hopefully improve the the customer experience as well, and and maybe we can have a little bit of fun uh, fun doing it. So my name is Tom Laird. I am the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a 500 seat outsourced call center. Uh, we're located here in uh, right on Lake Erie uh, in Northwestern Pennsylvania. And uh, again, welcome back. I wanted to, I guess, bridge what we discussed. After our last podcast, right, so the last podcast we did last week after a little bit of a delay as we were at the Nice and Contact user conference, um, we, we, we discussed some of the technologies that we saw that are coming out that are that are here now but look to be really, really in, in full use in the next you know, maybe 12 to 18 months. And one of the really cool pieces of technology that I wanted to focus on today is on predictive behavioral routing which really focuses not just on the old-school skills-based routing that we all know and love, but actually looks at different personalities, the type of personality, the type of sentiment that your customer has, and instead of matching it to a numbered skill, right, match it to the personality that most fits what that customer is looking for, right? It sounds kind of like science fiction, but it's uh, it's pretty cool, and it's, uh, it's a technology that is out there, and I wanted to, to kind of talk a little bit more about that because I think it's it's so super cool. So let's get into a, to a little bit of a time machine, right? Let's go back to the year 1957. And while some of this is up for debate, uh, probably a lot of this is up for debate, we're going to use some of the things that I found when I was doing some research for the podcast on the... I found some of this on the NICE In Contact blog. I found some of this on the National uh, the National Association of Call Center newsletter, and, and we're going to talk about some of the history of the call center and, and how that leads up from, from where we were to where we are today. So let's get in our time machine. We're going to go back to 1957, and we're going to go to the Time Magazine, Time Inc. headquarters. And they are the first group, first company that used a call center to support multiple numbers. And this is for Life Magazine. They were manually switched, right? So you see all those movies and the, you know, with the 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 women, you know, with their hair up, and everybody's, you know, pulling those plugs out, putting it in there, and, and saying, you know, Mr. Smith, uh, I have a call from a Mr. James on the phone. So that all happened with with live operators at the switchboard, and that happened for you know that was going on for about 13 years, and that's kind of how we did things through the the 50s and the 60s, and then in 1973, and again, this is up for a little bit of debate, but for our purposes, I think it'll work fine. In 1973, the Rockwell Galaxy ACD was created, and this was the first piece of equipment that, instead of having a, a manual person pull and switch and route calls, this was the first automatic call distributor that did it, you know, through a through a mechanism without a, without human intervention. So this was was purchased then by Continental Airlines, and it served all of its reservation and service center, which was a huge. A huge plus and, and a huge move forward in technology. So, over the next twenty years or so, the popularity of the ACD right grew, and, and everybody started to kind of have some of these these big boxes right put into their their call centers, put into their businesses. But you know, these rules ba- – rule rules excuse me rules based. Uh, routing algorithms that enabled the ACD really didn't see any significant changes during that time. So, you know, really the math, the technology kind of stayed the same. Got a little bit smaller, got a little bit faster. But we 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 kind of get through our time machine here and get back in and we get into the 90s, right? And the next huge jump forward in the ACD was the introduction of skills-based routing. That to be honest, most of us are still using, if not 99% of us are using today. So, skills based routing basically requires agents to be grouped according to skills, right? And those skills could be things like product knowledge, you know, some type of advanced skill that they have. So, most of us or a lot of companies then use the IVR, right, which is a new piece of technology more in the 80s, 90s, to then route these calls to specific agents based on the qualifications in the IVR. So, you know, this ACD, you know, basically now allowed now rules for the caller to be grouped and sent to the best qualified agent group. So, pretty big, uh, pretty big advance. So, again, about a twenty-year gap, fifteen-year gap from the nineties to to kind of when we got to the mid two thousands into two thousand ten, and everybody started in the mid two thousands hearing about big data, right? And to, to be honest, most people had no idea what big data means. But big data basically is taking all the information that we're not using. So look at when, when a call comes in how much information we have you know from that customer and, and not even talking about just their name and address, but how their voice is, how their tone is. you know every little piece of information that we can take from a customer we started to be able to utilize. So we started to you know take this big data, we started to use this for analytics. We started to use this for personalization strategies. And through the last even couple years and I would say the last year, you know, we've we've now taken analytics to another level. So where not only are we looking at sentiment scoring and we're looking at, you know, what type of mood is the is the customer in and, and it should should they be sent to a specific agent based on that, but actually looking at their personality, looking at trends that they've done on previous calls specific things like, you know, what type of tone did they have in their voice? What type of pauses did they give? What were some of the actions they wanted to take in the IVR? And and a company called MatterSight in 2014 started this predictive behavioral routing, which really represents the first shakeup in the contact center routing in, in really over 20 years. What they did is they used mathematical algorithms to interpret customer information, you know, captured on, you know, quality management recordings, you know, different QA formats. They analyzed communication patterns, language choices, you know, pauses in a customer, how they, you know, how they spoke on the phone, what was their tone, and, and took all these communication metrics to understand the customer and then to find the agent that is best suited to connect with them. So, based upon the algorithms and the collected data, profesh, or I'm sorry, predictive behavior routing really was born. So, Nice in Contact has kind of seen this and while Nice has been such a leader in the analytic platform – and again, I'm not here to, to kind of do a, a show just on Nice in Contact but that's kind of my perspective on this. You know, They wanted to, to really start to dig into this. So they have purchased – they purchased MatterSight um, a couple years ago and have now started to incorporate those type of technologies. Now, when Nice in Contact does something, that's going to move throughout the industry. So – you know, whether you're using five nine, eight by eight, Avaya, everybody's coming up with their own type of different algorithms to route calls beyond the skills based routing that we're all used to. And looking at more of an analytics standpoint and looking at that big data to really try to to predict and to send callers to the right agent based on, on more criteria than just, you know, a specific agent's skill. So now, you know, when you combine you know, the the business results of of the predictive behavior routing you then add in the power of AI to look at specific things when you're routing that's the next step in how we route calls and the next step in the next evolution of the contact center so let's just take a look back and and kind of recap that for a second so you know we went from the 50s of of manually switching calls with with switchboard operators to the 70s of having the first automatic call distributor or ACD and then we went to the 80s and the 90s where we said, you know, it, that's great that we're routing calls, but how do we have more intelligence into that? So we we, we came up and the, the industry came up with skills-based routing. So now we're taking that next step in, in looking at AI and looking at speech analytics and looking at all that kind of big data information, figuring out what customers really want, how they really behave And, you know, what they do here is they break them into seven or eight different personality traits and personality types. And they do that, you know, with your reps as well. And so, you know, when when somebody calls in maybe – and I'm going to use a bad stereotype here, but let's just say from like New York City, right, which is, you know, normally they're right to the point. They just – they don't want any frills. We can then match them, right, to an agent that understands that type of personality and can get right to the point, get them the information they need, make that customer happy, where you might have a customer from another part of the United States, maybe, you know, again, bad stereotype, but let's say down South, whether maybe it's a little bit more laid back and they want to be a little bit more conversational. Well, you wouldn't want to route that to that, that person who's kind of strict and, and right to the point, right? You want to route that to another, to another one of your agents that can kind of match that same type of personality. So it basically takes that skills based routing and layers it. To a uh, to to another layer of having someone sentiment somebody's personality, which is kind of crazy if you if you really think about it, but a really really cool piece of technology and a really cool piece of of where things are going. You know, when you add the AI piece of this into it as well, so like even for us, you know, I love the for our Nice and Contact platform. We we use workforce intelligence. So basically, what I can do is. And I've talked about this in, in other podcasts, is is take the you know, take a specific KPI, so let's say service level for this this specific skill, and I set up a rule that says if that comes under eighty percent, that service level is gonna go under eighty percent, bring in other agents. Well that's cool, but you know, it's only gonna do that after my service level's dipped. But now getting into AI. And getting into patterns of, of, of call length and patterns of how long things are in the IVR and, and learning your business unit, it can now in, in start to predict when service level is going to drop below 80. And I'll tell you what, Avaya w- was a leader in this um, in the mid-2000s, but now in contact and a lot of these cloud telephony providers are, are really taking it to the next level with AI so that when calls come in, and you have 10 agent staff, but it sees that there's five calls in queue, it's going to do the math and predict that, you know, when that fifth call comes in, your service level is going to drop. So instead of waiting for it to get to 80% or, I'm sorry, under 80%, it's going to predict and do a predicted wait time and then make sure that, you know, agents get brought in. So not only can it do that, right, but now, again, with with the behavioral routing, you know, We're also not only going to bring agents in but it's going to send those calls to the best agent based on specific personality types. So that's pretty cool and, and basically how they do this is they have a giant you – know, they, they basically take a, uh, a sample of all of your, um, of your associates. They take everyone who's calling in and, it, and it, it's basically analyzing all of what they like to do right? How they're dealing things with the IVR. What type of buttons do they press? What type of information they need? What is their speech patterns? Um, and it's building a profile on that. And then it's matching it with some of the personality types that we talked about, those seven or eight personality types, and then obviously matching it then with the with the agent. So pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool piece of technology. I think it's going to really revolutionize what a lot of us do and and really take that next step towards the, the customer experience. I really like this for a couple reasons. Number one, it really is not going to affect service level, right? It's not going to affect so many times we talk about, and I've discussed this in the past too. So many times when, when these telephony organizations like five, nine or eight by eight or Avaya or Genesis come out, you know, they, they talk about how things are going to affect service level. Your handle time is going to go down. Your service level is going to go up. You know, those, those, those KPIs, but they, again, they forget. And we've, we've talked at nauseum on this. They talk about, they don't talk about the customer experience, and this is a tool, this is a process that figures out and enhances the customer experience. It might not affect any of those kpis service level, handle time, um, average speed of answer, but it will affect the new metrics, right? And we talked about these new metrics of sentiment, of, of NPS, of CSAT. and and really going beyond that again with with really discussing what is your customer overall sentiment and how can we make the customer experience better, not just pat ourselves on the back because we hit a service level. And this is the first, I think, reach out into technology where we're not talking about the old school metrics, but we're talking about the new school metrics. So pretty cool uh, pretty exciting stuff and and some some things that that we're really excited to, to start to play with and start to utilize for our customers to try to really enhance what we can do as, a, as an outsourcer and what a lot of you guys out there can do to, to really enhance your, your customer experience so so that's my uh, that's what I got for you guys this week I hope that that's a little bit uh, eye-opening you know take a little trip down memory lane to talk about you know some of the things that we've done in the past and and where things are moving here in the future Um. I wanted to let you know as well here as I kind of wrap up, I'm going to post on the um, Advice from a Call Center Geek Facebook page both of my talks at the Nice and in Contact interaction show. One was on speech analytics. One was on Omnichannel and some of the ways that we're using Omnichannel. So I'll have the, the, my presentation decks there if you'd like to take a peek at those. If you have any questions, let me know. And also, you know, as we gave away about 250 uh, Advice from a Call Center Geek books at the show. So those went over extremely well. If you are interested in that, uh, please head over to Amazon and and, and there, they'll be there. Advice from a call center geek book. And I just wanted to make a quick announcement as well. Is we are in process of, of writing our second book, and the number one, the number one search topic or keyword for our Expedia website for any of the advice from a call center geek uh, social media assets. The number one thing that people are looking for: are call center games. Shocking, right? The, the biggest or the, the the most downloaded podcast episode that we have is is on the 20 games to play in your call center so check that out if you have not checked it out it's it's I think it's pretty good so we're gonna do a I don't know if I can get to 101 but we're gonna really try because we we have about 120. Um, games in our book, but a lot of them are, are kind of redundant and maybe just have some different names. So we're going to try to get a, a book that's going to do 101 different games to play in your call center, inbound, outbound, sales, service. Try to hit you know all those types of different genres. If you have any ideas or any games that you guys like to play in your call center, and I'll f- give you full credit in the book. Um, if anything's cool, you know, shoot me an email at tlaird at expivia e x p i v i a dot net, or you know you can find me on LinkedIn. Or find me on Twitter. You can DM me. Let me know. I'd love to start, you know, collecting some of those, and and I'd love to, you know, to be honest, start to talk about some of that stuff on the Facebook page, so we can maybe get a little bit of a community of geeks out there. So that's something that that we are working on. I think uh, I think everybody can hopefully will we'll find useful as well. So um, and by the way, we'll we'll have a, a free option for that. You know, for anybody who's listening to the podcast. Again, I'm not trying to make any money off any of this. Just trying to help um, and, and try to get, I guess, some some of our brand out there a little bit as well. So again, thank you. Uh, thank you guys very much for, for listening. Hope that was helpful for you this week. Um, we'll be back next week. I'm going to, you know, we've focused a little bit on, on technology the last couple episodes. I want to get back into the operations side and and talk about some of the QA and and some of the things that we've done from, uh, from a hiring standpoint that's been a little bit different the last, last, uh, last couple months. Thank you, uh, everyone. And I will uh, talk to you next time, next week uh, on The Geek. Bye.
1: This has been Advice from a Call Center Geek. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show so you're the first to hear next week's episode. Jam-packed with actionable takeaways, you can implement ASAP. Chime in with your thoughts on the episode on Twitter at from underscore geek and on Instagram at call underscore center underscore geek. Also, take a look at our Contact Center Operations book by the same name, Advice from a Call Center Geek on Amazon. This podcast is sponsored by ExpediaUSA.com.